0: You're listening to Shalise's Podcast. Okay, well, Father, I thank you for this tribe. I thank you for this broadcast today. And I thank you for what you are speaking over your body and over your bride uh, today and for the month of june and for this year and i thank you for the spirit of prophecy i thank you that it is the testimony of jesus and i thank you that it is designed to edify encourage and comfort us and so i just speak edification exhortation and comfort over every listener today father i thank you that this word is going to help them connect the dots of the, what you're doing in our lives right now, Holy Spirit, so that we can agree with you and we can enter into it. And I thank you that God, thank you God that when we enter into what you're doing, I thank you that it's a miraculous, supernatural way to live. So I bless this podcast. I bless this word. I bless every listener. And I thank you for just clarity today as it goes forth. I thank you that will be unhindered and unchecked by any outside force. Just think through my mind. Speak through my mouth today, Father, and uh, I'm going to follow your lead. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen, amen. Well, awesome, you guys. Can you believe it's June? I cannot even believe it's June. My goodness, 2023 is, you know, just feels like it's breezing by. And um, so I'm a little bit amazed by that. But... Before I jump into what God is speaking for June, I want to do a little bit of a revisit over what he's been speaking over the year. So if you have not been following these words of the month, you know, month by month by month through the year, you can go and find those on my website at shalice.com. You can search them in the Path to Purpose group and find them there. But I encourage you to get those words and listen to them on repeat because what I find that God is doing is he's telling a story and he's building on something month by month by month, and it's all connected in my mind to what he spoke at the beginning of the year, which was, "Remember, the best is not yet to come; it's now." And remember, in January we had a really powerful display of God's glory on that call. At, I mean, on that on that broadcast on the video, uh, there was an actual glory cloud that showed up at the time twenty eight twenty at that timestamp. So if you haven't seen The Glory Cloud, it's worth going and checking out. And uh, I've talked a little bit about that, that signs and wonders confirm the word. And so I just took that as also something really, I mean, obviously, it's something really cool. But I also took it as just a confirmation of what God is doing in our lives. And I can tell you, we are in, I don't know if you're feeling it. I know I'm feeling it. I am feeling a a, a very intense time, uh, an intense time in the spirit, an intense time and when i say an intense time i mean an intense time of of transformation i i feel a an intensity in and in an acceleration in uh what i call the process of transfiguration right and the process of uh so growing up into the the fullness of the stature of jesus i really feel the 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 the, the the intensity of the Holy Spirit to set us free from any mindset and any uh, anything that would hinder us, you guys, from running full speed ahead towards our destiny and coming into the fullness of who God has recreated us in Christ to be and coming into the fullness of experiencing our union with Him. And, you know, just I, almost like I feel the fierceness of the Holy Spirit against those things that hold us back from uh just you know encountering the the breadth and the depth and the height and the length of his love and experiencing all of the good things that are in Christ Jesus and stepping in to the reality of what it means to be a new creation which goes in line really with what I'm hearing for the month of June. So right in line with the best is not yet to come, it's now. the word that, that God has been speaking to me, for the month of June, June, drum roll please, is that it's time, okay? It is time, it's time, it's time. And I know I say that in the January word, but I felt like for June that what the Holy Spirit was really doing is that he was um, expanding on that to say uh, that it's time, that, 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 that the time is right now, that we aren't waiting, that it's right now, it's time and what is it time for you guys well i want to before i give that to you before i give that second part of the word i want to kind of back up and i don't know what your theology is around this i don't even know what my theology was around this when i first started to experience it um in fact i probably should have worn another necklace today i'll talk about that in a moment today but this phrase it's time it's this is not the first time that i have heard that word okay we, uh, you know, I I just turned 55 in, in April. I'm not I'm never afraid to, to share how old I am. I'm not I'm not one of those things. I, I plan on aging gracefully. I plan on bearing fruit uh well into my my old, old age. And so, you know, I feel like I'm just getting started. I think the 50s are the new 30s, if you ask me. But anyway, I'm sharing my age because the first time I heard that phrase, it's time was actually way back in my 30s. And it was when I was 33. And I'm sharing this because I want to give you some context to what I feel like God is speaking right now. But when I heard that phrase, let me just tell you, it, it, I was no, I had not yet fully surrendered to God. Um, I was in a really dark place, actually. Uh, I had um, I mean, I would hear voices in my head. Tell me, like, I remember one time I was standing on my balcony. I lived in the in, in the city in Chicago. I lived Uh, like on a high rise in the 30th 30th floor. uh, And I think it was the 30th floor. Was it 34? Yeah, I think it was the 30th 30th floor. But anyway, 30 or 33, for some reason it's escaping me. You you know that you're like, what am I gonna say? I was gonna say, you know you're getting old when you can't remember these kind of things. But I'm not getting old. I'm not getting old. I just, it's a detail that I don't remember. But anyway, I remember a voice coming to me when I was sitting on my balcony one time and just like telling me to jump off, right? And I knew then that that was not me. I was like, "What is happening? What is happening?" You know, and so what I'm saying is that I felt very demonized. I I I struggled with my mental health. You guys, I mean, I had had a ton of trauma growing up, uh, a lot of really uh, painful things, and a lot of dysfunction in my my family of origin. Many of you know. I'm adopted. I had three dads at the time. I was three. Many of you know the story of of a lot of the things that I've been through because I've shared it pretty openly. But the point is I was really struggling in my mental health, dealing with a ton of anxiety, dealing with depression on antidepressants on anti-anxiety medication and really feeling very demonized. I mean, I think I was very, and I didn't have any grid for spiritual, you know, how to handle those kinds of things. In fact, Anytime I, I'd asked anybody about these, these these instances, I remember I read this book called Pigs in the Parlor. Oh, my gosh, you guys, it's like deliverance book from the 70s, uh, several years before that. And I'd actually had some really uh, demonic experiences after after reading that book. And honestly, I was a little bit relieved because I was like, oh, I'm not crazy. I'm just demonized. You know, I was actually a little bit relieved to find out that the spiritual realm was real and and, but I had friends that were just like, you know what? That book attracts demons. You need to throw that thing away. And so I just went without help for many years. And so I'm sharing that all to say, I've been in some really dark places and it was during these really dark places that, the, it, that I very first heard the phrase, it's time. And the way that it happened was that I was starting to see a recurring number on the clock, again, I don't know what your grit is for this. I'm just telling you, it's what was happening to me, and I was not a spirit-filled Christian. I mean, I had grown up in church. I believed in Jesus, but I, I didn't know up from down. Right? Like I would read the Bible, it would condemn me. I was, I had a, I was steeped in guilt and condemnation, and performance. And no matter how hard I tried, I couldn't be, you know, a good Christian. And so I kind of just gave up on all of it because it was like I just couldn't do it. You know. And I, I, I believed in God, I prayed in God. I mean, my literally my version of spiritual warfare at the time or what I knew to do when I felt so demonized is I would literally take a bath and like have, have the Bible on audio to try to, you know, I don't know what it was about taking a bath. Like, you, you know what I say? I didn't know what I was doing. But I started seeing this recurring time on the clock, 3.33, and I'm telling you, I would see it like every day. I would wake up in the middle of the night and it would be 3.33. And I was freaking out a little bit because I was already hearing these voices telling me to jump off my balcony. You know, I I just, I could feel, I felt like I could sense darkness. I could feel evil. It's I felt like when I would be walking around the city in Chicago that like uh, evil would be attracted to me with people. It was just weird, you know, and I was heightened in this place. And so seeing 333 was always a freak out to me. And but one night I was getting home at 3.33 in the morning. I'm sure I'd been out, you know, partying or whatever. And I'm getting, I'm pulling into my parking garage and I turn off my car and literally it's 3.33. And at the time, I, I you know, I probably have drinking drink it or whatever, but the, and I don't, again, I don't know what your grit is. I don't know what you, what your, what your thought about Jesus, you know, and how he meets people, where he meets them, all of that stuff. But I'm just telling you the story of what happened. So I get out of the car and I, I see that it's 333 and frankly, my response was to get angry. I was angry that the, whatever this voice was, was in my head. I was angry that it was telling me to jump off my balcony. I was angry that I was, I was just angry. I got out angry and in my, in my parking garage, I start yelling. Okay. I'm like, what? What do you want? Right. I'm yelling at whatever is causing the clock to be 333 every time I look at it. And I clearly heard a voice that I now recognize as the voice of God, as the voice of Holy Spirit. It wasn't an audible voice, but it was very loud internally. And it just said to me very clearly, it's time. And I just remember hearing that and getting very, very, very angry again and saying, time for what, time for what? And I didn't get a response at that time. But I'm sharing this for you because I, I first of all, want to encourage you to start to recognize what is going on in your life Um, is the intensity of the uh, pressure that you're feeling internally increasing. Um, are, do you sense that you're in, under attack or in spiritual warfare? Are you dealing with um, accusations internally? I mean, I talked about, you know, something that I went through in December coming into January when I got this word, right? And I talked about that the accusations about against who we are in Christ. And I, I talked about uh, the pressure to... Uh, Believe in the lie of separation and that the accusations against righteousness I felt like had been had been stirring up. Why? Because who we are in Christ and our identity in Christ is who we are designed to be. And when I talk about intense pressure and I talk about an accelerated transformation, I'm talking about kind of the the best picture I know to, to, to describe it is like you going through the birth canal, right? Like you getting birthed and you know, that's an intense pressurized situation. That's birthing you into the world, right? That the, the contractions are pushing you out into the world. And when I, described the word in January and I said the best is not yet to come but it's now I said that that the earth and even last month when I was talking about that everything is showing up perfectly for who you're destined to be that all things are working together for good what I what I was what I was alluding to is that that guess what the earth is in birth pains that you are being birthed you are being pushed through the birth canal of the spirit to to become what Jesus in a in a shalee suit but in whatever your name suit is the fullness of who you are in Christ you are being birthed into being the son of God you are being birthed into being the manifestation of a true son of God and so the next part of this word of, of of the month is yes it's time but you can rhetorically ask time for what what's it time for and even though I didn't get an answer all those years when I was 33 years old, I absolutely have an answer, you know, these two decades later. Later, Do you want to know what it's time for? What time is it? All right. It is time for you to arise in the fullness of your union with Jesus. Okay. that That is a powerful statement. And it comes from Philippians chapter 4 in the Passion Translation, check verse one. So let me read this to you. And it's um, the Apostle Paul, right? Writing to uh, the church at, uh, at Philippi. And here's what it says. My dear, precious friends whom I deeply love, you have become my glorious joy and the crown of reward. And then it says this, now arise in the fullness of your union with our Lord. Okay? so now is the time for us to arise for us to ascend for us to transcend the natural and arise what live a resurrected life live as though the old man is dead live as though you are one with jesus fully integrated with jesus okay now I wasn't sure if I was going to go there today, but I feel the Holy Spirit's prompting me to go there. So I have shared a lot about my inner healing journey, or you may want to call it my mind renewal journey, because I just happen to feel that as a leader, one of the biggest gifts that I can give to you is my transparency. You know, um, any, any leader that acts like that they've got it all together, Um, is not being honest, okay? Guess what? We all have things that that need to be, we all have minds that need to be renewed. We all have uh, things that need to come into agreement with the truth. I mean, unless we are 100% of the time operating with the mind of Christ, well, there's a gap. There's a gap between our internal world and the truth. And so I'm sharing this part of my journey today in the context of that, it's time to arise in the fullness of the union with Jesus, because I think it's going to help you. I, I think it's going to help you. And so over the years, um, what I've learned, OK, what I have learned is that the mind renewal process is, in fact, a process of demolishing strongholds for sure. But it's demolishing um replacing I guess is what I would say it's not just a demolishing strongholds but it's a rebuilding of strongholds in the sense that it is replacing lies with the truth and all of us over the course of our lives because um, we we weren't living in union with Jesus and we 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 most likely weren't raised by parents that were that that were living in union with Jesus we we most likely didn't go to a church that taught us about uh, what it meant to be one with Jesus We developed an identity that is steeped in the illusion of separation. And over the course of our lives, you guys, we developed a false self. And frankly, we developed many false selves. Uh, And when I say that, don't freak out. You know, I mean, actually, there's a a very well-respected, very uh, well-researched, very effective uh line of therapy called an internal family system and the more that i have been exposed to that over the years that i have been seeking healing the more that i have come to find that that is a a very accurate view of of many times the way that we function in our personalities and i want to say in the in that identity that uh because of we live in a fallen world it's a that, that fallen identity it's that separated mindset and 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 that is the way from the way that I can uh, the way the way that I've I've learned and the way that I've experienced it the way that I've ministered for people for years that that's the way it presents itself um that that we have many parts of ourselves meaning there are There are young parts of ourselves that because of trauma and because of things that we experienced, they just never grew up. And I can tell you in my own life, because of the the things that I experienced, um, that was very much the case. But let me just give you an example. Let me give you one that's not so traumatic, just so you can just relate to this in case you're like, well, you know what? I didn't go through all this trauma, Shalise. I I had really great parents and I, I, I had a wonderful childhood. Okay it's not just about parents. It's not just about your perception of your childhood, because the truth is you grew up in a fallen world and you grew up in a world system that was steeped in the illusion of separation from God. So there was no way to escape this. Okay. There is every single person on the planet has to renew their mind. There's no one that escapes that. So, An example of how this might play out in your life where there isn't trauma involved would involve something like this. Okay. Let's say that you were in junior high. Okay. And you were asked to stand up and read something before the class. And when you stood up, something happened. Okay. It could be something as simple as you, you you know, you your words didn't come out clearly you got tongue tied and you 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 made a you know what you considered to be a fool of yourself trying to read out loud it could be that you had you know a spot on your pants or something and everybody made fun of you right it could be that you fell down like there just was something that that was uh, embarrassing there was something that uh caused emotional pain. And if you know anything about your junior here lives, I mean, if you remember anything about your your junior high lives or your middle school lives, most of us, that was a pretty painful experience in our identity development. But in that moment, uh, you know, unconsciously what you did is you made a, what we call an inner vow. You made a judgment. You made a decision. And the decision would be something like, I'm not a public speaker, I am never going to talk in front of people again. OK, I, I am not going to allow this to ever happen again. This will never happen to me again. OK, other examples of these kind of judgments or these kinds of decisions that we make when we grow up are things like, you know, a first love and we just say, I'm never going to let, a, a you know, a, a man or a woman hurt me like that again. Here's some other common ones. I'm not going to be like my parents. OK, um, uh, I'm, ne- you know, I'm never going to uh, yell at my kids. I mean, you know, there's a million of these agreements. There's, a, there's so many of these agreements that we have made over our lives. And each one of those agreements was made from a mind that is independent from Jesus. It was an independent mind. It was a coming from an identity and an independence and a separation that all of us experience. And so I'm sharing this with you today because there are parts of us that are not in agreement with who we are in Christ and they are not in agreement with who we're called to be. Let me give an, an example of that just with like public speaking. Like I remember hearing a story about uh, Gloria Copeland many, many years ago where someone asked her to just lead prayer in a service. Kenneth Copeland was speaking somewhere and, and they just said, hey, Gloria, can you lead us in prayer? And literally she said, I don't do that. And she said when she said it, it wasn't just like, oh, no, I'm not going to lead prayer today. She said it came out like I'm angry, like, no, I don't do that. And obviously below that, no, I don't do that, was some agreement or some belief that she had that she didn't speak in public. Well, obviously, we know she's called to ministry. Obviously, we know she did begin speaking in public because she had to release that. God had to lead her into the truth about who she really is. And That's just a very simple example of what I'm talking about here. When I say it's time to arise in the fullness of your union with Jesus, what I'm talking about here, you guys, is a mind renewal process where we are breaking agreements with, with, with an identity that was formed out of a world view that was steeped in separation. And it is time to integrate with Jesus at a subconscious level. It is time to let go of these false identities. It's time to let go of these parts of us that are resisting uh, or are, are, are really in place many times to protect us from pain, but actually are protecting us from arising in the fullness of who we actually are created to be in Christ. You know, in my own work in Emerge and my very specifically in my work in Emerge, one of the things that we do is we we go after these parts of us that are stuck under a lie or under a decision or under a judgment that you made about life, about God, about yourself based upon your life experiences, based upon growing up in a fallen world that is steeped in the illusion of separation. And one of the ways that we do that is through something that we call awakening meditations. And I'm sharing that only to say this, that many of those meditations, you know, they were just, I would just turn on record and just go prophetically wherever God wanted us to, to go. But many of those meditations are based upon encounters that I had had, honestly, in my own inner healing journey. And what God would do in my inner healing journey is... He would show up in uh, with parts of me, or what what do you want to say? Just versions of me from my past that were at different ages. Uh, I have shared openly on my podcast about a very powerful one when I had, when I was a young child. Well, in the encounter, I was a young child, and I was, I think I was around eight years old. And in the vision, I was hiding behind a rock, and I was dirty, and I was freezing. And Jesus came up to me and found me there hiding behind this rock and says, where have you been? I've been looking for you everywhere. And this little girl looked up at Jesus and said, I've been a very bad little girl. And Jesus like just ignored the statement. and was like, get in the house, get in the house. And I turned the corner and in the, in the distance was this house, this beautiful lit up house. And he's like, get in the house, get in the house, take a shower, take a shower. And I was like, what, you know, running into the house and I remember i walked i talked about this i think i talked about this on my my podcast uh on uh, rethinking jesus with tacos with jason clark but i'm I'm not going to go into the whole encounter again but the point is is that jesus showed up to that eight-year-old me that had a belief that i was bad like at the core of who i was that that i was bad now the truth is that belief system in my life came from a couple different places it came from the shame-based identity that that I took on because of sexual abuse and some things that had happened in my life. But I also took on that belief. If you want to, if we're just honest, I took, took it on because I grew up in the Bible belt and I was taught the doctrine of original sin. And so I, I was taught that I was fundamentally flawed, that I was a sinner, that at the core of who I was, I was evil. And that process of meeting Jesus in that place, and Jesus working with me, that that eight-year-old, again, that eight-year-old lives in my mind, you guys. That eight-year-old was was that belief, I am bad. Maybe you just want to say the lie, I am bad, was was in my mind. And we all have these things. And so when I share it's time, it's time for us to arise in the fullness of our union with Jesus. What I'm talking about is I'm talking about a massive reconstruction of our inner world. I'm talking about a massive deconstruction of the lies that we have believed and the separation that has uh happened as a result of living in a world that teaches us that we are separated from God and we are that, that we grow up in a world where we become our own judge and our own our own. Uh, internal decider because we agree and disagree with things. And we, we make judgments about everything. We, we, we have judged ourselves into an identity. If I'm making sense, we have judged what we can and can't do. We've judged who God is and who God isn't we've, we've been steeped in these judgments and these judgments have created a, a shattered soul. They meaning a separated soul with, with these identities and these beliefs about ourselves that keep us from experiencing the fullness of who we are in Christ. And so hopefully what I'm saying is making sense today. And I, what I'm saying is that there's an acceleration on this process, meaning that many areas in our hearts that have, that have been held in bondage for years because these of these agreements and because of these things that we've experienced and this these false identities and these false beliefs beliefs about ourselves i'm telling you what i sense is that the holy spirit is coming after this with a vengeance and he's not coming after you he's coming after the lies he's coming after the illusion of separation he's coming after the things that are holding us in bondage and keeping us trapped in a life and in a uh, a place of our 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 emotional health and our mental health and our physical health because beloved, believe me, the mind and body are connected. So these lies don't just affect us emotionally, they affect us physically. Okay, stress and lies and shame and all of these negative emotions, repressed anger, all of these emotions, they affect us, mind, body, and spirit. Because why? They're one two. It's not like we can dissect the mind and the body, even though, my goodness, the Western medical system totally does that for the most part, right? They treat your body like it's a machine and your mind like it's, you know, an enigma. (laughs) And and the truth is everything is interconnected. And so when I say it is time to arise in the fullness of our union with Jesus, it means that it is time to integrate. It is time to take these, these, these broken, wounded parts of ourselves and well, the Holy Spirit is taking these broken, wounded parts of ourselves and he is, he is reconciling them to himself because the reconciliation of all things has already been completed from God's perspective. When God looks at us, he doesn't see us as a fragmented self. He doesn't see us as disconnected from him. He sees us whole. He sees us perfect. He sees us, um, just like Jesus is. Okay. And, So I'm sharing all of this to say to you, don't be dismayed, I guess is the right word. Don't be dismayed at what you you are experiencing in your inner life right now. And don't just automatically just throw that into like, this is just spiritual warfare, right? the truth is you guys, many of the things that we attribute to spiritual warfare are just frankly triggers. And I get it that these negative emotions that come up, the anger, the angst, the, the, the depression, the anxiety, the addictions, the way of coping, uh, these patterns of behavior that have helped us survive, if you will, uh, are, are, disturbing many times. They're, they're frustrating many times. They're, they're, um, I don't know. They can be scary sometimes, kind of like I was sharing back in my thirties where I just didn't know what the heck was going on. Right. I didn't know what I didn't know, but here's what I want to tell you. You're not alone. You're not alone. If I could, if I could, um, you know, name the word of the month in a way that says, uh, a different thing than a spiritual, than a spiritual word of it's time to arise in the fullness of reunion with Jesus, I guess I would say it this way. It's time to, afo- to focus on your mental and emotional health. Okay. It is time to get some help. It is time, you know, I see some comments coming up in here that, you know, I've been trying to renew my mind and I ask, but it doesn't happen. It's so frustrating. And I get that you guys. And I can tell you on this journey that I have been on to renew my mind and heal over the last 30 years, you know what, I didn't do it alone. And the reason why is simple. It is very difficult for us to connect with our subconscious minds on our own. And even if you're if you're someone like me, I mean, I've been in some form of mind renewal, supernatural ministry for, you know, however long this has been at this point, 20 something years, I can tell you that I still I still I still work with people. You know, coming into my birthday month in April, I had a word from God that was like, you need to start doing some rapid mind renewal sessions again. And you know what? I There's been seasons when I did a lot of those sessions and there's been seasons, you know, it's been several, it's been a while since I was doing any of those sessions. But I also had a sense that when God was saying it, that there was a, a massive uh, acceleration going on in my life, that it was very, Important that I came into a new, that the next level of wholeness and the next level of agreement with who I am in Christ and what I'm here to do. Uh, because God is expanding his kingdom and I need to be in position and that the time is now, that it's, it's that, that I'm alive now. My life, is, my life purpose is for now. And anything and everything that would be hindering that or standing in the way, it needs to move now. But I had a very big sense that it was it was time to dive deeper. It was time to to accelerate this. And I can tell you there's been other times I remember when um, God was like, it's time to write your book. And, you know, anytime you're stepping into uh, something that you've never done before, that you know that you're called to do or you're in some kind of transition I feel like there's a huge opportunity in those times. And so the last time I really, I mean, I was doing like a session a week when I wrote my book. Why? Because I had been called to write a book for decades and there was something holding me back from writing the darn book. And so what I did is I hired someone to help me write the book. I hired a really powerful, awesome book coach and then I, Invested in some inner healing for myself. And I began to, I did a session every single week that I was working with that coach and I wrote the book in 90 days. I wrote the book. So what was different? What was different about those 90 days than the years and years before that it didn't get done? Right. The, the, the real difference was, is that I got help. I got help. And, you know, even the, even in, um, Philippians, it talks about Philippians chapter three, I believe it says, you know, Um, it says, confess your faults to one another and pray for one another that you may be healed. You guys, the body of Christ is, is designed to work together. And there are gifts in the body of Christ that are here to perfect us for the, for the work of the ministry. Uh, Apostles, prophets, teachers, evangelists, um, I'm missing apostles, prophets, teachers, evangelists, pastors, right? Those gifts, but not just in traditional Sunday church settings, right? I mean, there are there are resources like my own school, Emerge School of Transformation. Uh, There are sessions like the rapid mind renewal sessions that we do here at Rethink, but that's not it. You guys, there's, there's such a thing as internal family systems therapy. There are something called EDMR, which is rapid eye movement. There is something called uh, we do it here too. Christ centered EFT, emotional freedom technique. There are, I mean, modalities and modalities and modalities that are designed to heal uh, subconscious patterns and break us out, of, to renew our minds. And mind renewal is not something that, that we just do uh, by reading our Bible. It's not something that happens just because we go to church. Mind renewal is deeper, deeper, deeper than that, you guys. Mind renewal affects what we believe at a subconscious level. And what I'm saying is that it is time to integrate with Jesus at a subconscious level. It is time to arise in the fullness of our union with Jesus. It is time. It is time. It is time. And here's the thing, you guys. From God's perspective, even me saying it's time is a little bit deceptive because from God's perspective, it's already finished, right? Um, the lamb was slain before the foundation of the world. So you have to realize that God is walking us out in time, what is finished in the eternal now. And there is a future you. Okay, just like there are, it's a past you, right? Just like there's a the eight year old me that believed I was bad. Okay, well, guess what? There is a future you, a future Chalice that is already integrated with Jesus. And you guys, beloved, I believe that it's it, we don't have to die to experience this. I truly believe that the kingdom of heaven is now. I believe that our I believe Jesus. All things are possible if we can believe. I I just believe that we have a believing problem. And I also believe that it's not something, if we could do it on our own, we would have already done it. And the Holy Spirit, yes, is powerful, but guess what? The Holy Spirit uses people. And I think, you know, we have so many, so much shame, honestly, around some of these issues. I get it, you guys, I really get it. it. Is it easy to ask for help? Is it easy to sit down with someone uh, and share the things that you're struggling with internally and feel safe about that when you've been betrayed and people have treated you uh, badly. And you, I mean, you've been hurt. I get it. I, I promise. I really, really get it. I get it more. I mean, I don't know how to say it any more clearly. I, it, it's almost like if I can sit here and do these, what I'm doing today Given the things that I've been through in my life, it's a testimony to it's possible for anyone. I feel like the apostle Paul. I'm the least of the apostles. I'm the least of these saints. Like I have been through hell. Okay. But I am here. I'm in a good mood. I'm, I'm, I'm stepping in. I'm, I'm doing the things that I'm called to do. And the only reason why is because the Holy Spirit led me to person after person to, to the exact help I needed it when I needed it. And I'm telling you, he has connections for you. He has realignments for you. I mean, obviously what we do is is available to you. There's other, you know, sources out there of help. And it is time to swallow the fear, swallow the pride, whatever it is, and get the help that we need. And I promise you that God will provide what you need. Uh, Here's what I, I love. I heard this one time somebody say God's will, God's bill, right? So we have, I mean, one of the major things that we have to get our minds renewed of and we have to let go of is these money, this money stuff, you guys. I mean, I cannot tell you the number of believers that I talk to all the time that basically aren't doing what they're called to do or aren't doing something that's in their heart because stupid mammon is running the show, and 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 their bank accounts are telling them what they can or can't do, and the old money program is 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 just totally terrorizing them. They're terrified of not having enough money, ter- worried about money all the time. And I'll tell you, beloved, that's a part of it. That is no- that's a part of what needs to be completely unionized. We need to release what we have these strongholds that we have about money and about not having enough, because what we are called to do is supernatural. And we are going to get out of the boat and we are going to do things that we can't afford. We're going to do things that God is going to supply. Why? Because that's who he is. That's what the kingdom is. No soldier goes to war at their own expense. No one fulfills the call of God on their life or does what they're called to do without the supernatural. So, but we've been afraid. We've been afraid of these things because we've been programmed and we've been taught to be afraid. And there are parts of us that are still still operating and stuck at whatever age we made that vow or whatever age we made that decision. You know, this concept of integrating with Jesus at a subconscious level, I mean, God spoke that to me. I mean, it's been years since God spoke that word to me. And I remember the first time he heard I heard it, I was like, he's like, you need to integrate with me at a subconscious level. And I was like, well, that is brilliant. I would love that you know? And then I remember one time he was like, you need to integrate with me to sell your level. That is brilliant. Of course I do. I need the, I need the word of God to be flesh in my life. I need Jesus Christ to be flesh in my life. I need the manifestation. I don't need the theory. I, I do need the theology because I need to know what's true so that I, that I can enter into that. I need to hear the gospel so I can, faith can awaken in my heart But I, I need more. I need more than information. I need revelation and I need the revelation that sets me free. I need the truth that sets me free. And the idea that we can do this in our, by ourselves is an independent spirit. Uh, it is an independent spirit to say that, you know what? I just meet me and Jesus, me and Jesus. Well, guess what? It's not just you and Jesus. You're a part of the body of Christ. I mean, in fact, when it's just you and Jesus, that's an indication that something is wounded, that something needs to be healed. We are designed to operate as a body. We are members of one another. We are not not only is our union with God real, but our union with one another is real. Okay, and we need we need the right people. And here's what I know. The Holy Spirit will lead you. Uh, When the student is ready, guess what happens? The teacher appears. And so, if you are listening to me today, I want you to take this as a sign that it is time. It is time. It is time for you to arise in the fullness of your union with Jesus. It is time for you to get the integration and the healing and complete your past. And get the revelation of your union with Jesus at experiential level so that you, you don't just say it, I, you know, I'm one with Jesus. I'm one with Jesus, but you experience it in the truth and as truth in the core of your being. You know, one of the things, and I'll, I'll wrap up with this, you guys. One of the things that I was really hesitant to do, I, I mean, I, that made me hesitant to do these words of the month. All right. I, I, I was hesitant coming into 2023. I, I, you know, I mean, my goodness, I've been a prophet for decades at this point, but I was, I was, I mean, I was exhausted. When I say exhausted, I was, I was exhausted of the way the prophetic is expressed in America. I am, I'm exhausted about hearing words about the coming move of God and blah, 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 something about what God's going to do, as though God didn't do what he was going to do 2,000 years ago. I'm tired. I was tired of the prophetic being about Jesus plus something else. I was tired of the prophetic being about, I just don't know what I'm trying to say, except to say it was steeped in the illusion of separation, and it was not coming from a place of the finished work of Christ. And how do I know that? Because I would do words of the year. But do you know that I had pretty much the same word of the year for 2018, 2019? Like I wasn't getting anything new. And the reason I wasn't getting anything new is because the words that were being spoken were words like, it's one thing to know who you are in Christ, but it's another thing to live in that as a way of being. And it was like, it's time for the old man to be crucified in your mind. You know, and so I was and, and and then the next year it was like there isn't a new word because I'm still doing the old word. And the old word is arise in the fullness of your union with Jesus. You know, it's it's kind of the same thing over and over and over again. Why? Because it's the it's the core essence of the gospel and it's nothing new. It's the same thing that the Apostle Paul preached. It's the same thing that Jesus spoke. Right. Abide in the vine. Like the Father and I are one. I only do what I see the Father doing. Uh, you know, um, I say what I hear the Father saying. Like beloved, it, it, why are the why do fivefold ministries even exist to perfect you for the work of the gospel? And they will exist until we grow into the fullness of the stature of the Son. Right? We are being conformed to the image of Jesus. And so much of the prophetic has been about, I don't even know, gold uh, I don't know. I, I, and I'm all about the supernatural and I'm not trying to be critical. I'm just saying that the massive problem in the body of Christ is that we don't live out of who we really are. We've been reading our Bibles for 20 years and we still we still really don't believe that the same spirit that raised up Jesus from the dead dwells in us we we don't really i mean if we did you guys we would be raising the dead we would be doing the same works as Jesus and greater works than Jesus and so the fruit of our beliefs is is what we need to is is where we need to go we need to repent and believe the gospel and the holy spirit is the spirit of repentance and the holy spirit does lead us he leads us, leads us, leads us, leads us, leads us. But guess where he leads us? He leads us into the places and the resources and the, the gifts and the body of Christ that can help us. You know, I, I talk, I mean, I think about where God has led me over the years and the journey that he has had me on to teach me the inner workings of just the anatomy of belief and the anatomy. How does mind renewal actually work? And how do we transcend um the flesh? How do we, how do we live at a place that's in the spirit where our minds have subjected themselves to the mind of Christ and we are no longer being led by an unrenewed mind? And so I just, I, you know, I, I I mean I don't know I didn't I didn't mean to be critical about it but I mean that I just want to say that that was some of the hesitation that I even had to do this because I feel like on some level every word I say every month is somewhat the same thing it's be who you are in Christ and it's time it's now it's and guess what it's going to be tomorrow it's going to be the next day it's going to be the next day because the kingdom of God is at hand it's now and we only have now now is what is real and from God's perspective. He sees you as you already are. He sees you complete and whole and perfect. He sees you hidden in Christ. The problem is we don't. We don't see ourselves the way that God does. And it is time. It is time to arise in the fullness of our union with Jesus and get our image of ourselves in alignment and in agreement with God's image of us so let me just finish today with colossians chapter three and i'll read it in the passion translation let me just read it it's christ's resurrection first one is your resurrection too this is why we are to yearn for all that is above for that's where christ sits enthroned at the place of all power honor and authority yes feast on all the treasures of the heavenly realm And fill your thoughts with heavenly realities and not with the distractions of the natural realm. Listen to this. Your crucifixion with Christ has severed the tide of this life and now your true life is hidden away in God, in Christ. Your true life is hidden away in God, in Christ. In verse four it says, and as Christ himself is seen for who he really is, who you really are will also be revealed for you are now one With him in his glory. So as Jesus is revealed to you, okay, remember I said that little eight year old was hiding behind the rock, right? But as Jesus was revealed to her, guess what? Who she was was revealed to her. Because when we see Jesus, we see a mirror image of ourselves. And there are places in our past where we have believed lies that are not in agreement with that truth. And so beloved, it is time to look at Jesus. It is time to arise in the fullness of our union with him. And it is time to go where the Holy Spirit is leading you so that you can integrate with Jesus at a subconscious level. The right gift is available for you. The right community is available for you. And obviously, if you're here, we would love for you to be a part of Emerge. We would love you to be a part of of the work that we're doing here to transfigure the body of Christ. That's my goal. I'm here to live. I'm here to to, uh, heal the illusion of, uh, of separation from God. And I'm here to transfigure the body of Christ. So if that's you, um, we'll put the the link that you can get on our calendars, you can get on my calendar, and we can chat with you more about how we can help. And at a minimum, you know, don't be afraid to schedule a rapid mind renewal session with us and uh, experience that for yourself. I can tell you they have rapidly and radically changed my life. I'd not be I would not be in ministry today, heck. I don't even know if I would be here if I had not uh, partaken in the those powerful sessions. And I can tell you the people that are going to be commenting on here on this, this broadcast can tell you the same exact experience that I had. Don't take my word for it. We have hundreds and hundreds and hundreds at this point of people that have been through the school and have done that. And they would tell you it was the best investment that they've ever made. We've never had someone tell us something different. So God bless you. Have a wonderful day. Have a wonderful month. And just recognize that the intensity is there for a purpose because it's time. It's time to be set free. It's time to go to the next level. So, God bless you, I love you, and we'll see you later. Talk to you next week. Bye. Thanks for listening to Shalise's podcast. This recording is, in part, made possible by our listeners. To partner with us, visit shalise.com where you can donate and help us spread the good news of our unshakable union with Christ around the globe. You can also find a link there to download Shalise's book, The Path for free. And if you're ready to discover the call of God on your life and the purpose he created you for, then visit us at shalice.com and watch Shalice's free training where you'll hear five keys to hearing God about your life purpose and transitioning into it. Thanks again for listening. Until next time, don't forget, the world needs the Christ in you.